And it's so surreal how fast you can spin from some of the lowest lows up to a really good place in just a handful of hours by kind people doing kind things. Hey everybody, this is Chris and I am Imperfectly Polly. Welcome back to the Imperfectly Polly podcast where I talk about navigating life as a polyamorous person. This is not intended to be a guide to how to be polyamorous or how to navigate life with mental health disorders or children or any of the other things that I'm going to mention along the way. This is just my story and all I can do is tell it and hopefully you'll gain a tidbit or two or maybe you'll laugh at me for my mistakes. But either way, I hope you enjoy. Take care. Hey everybody, it's Chris, and I'm Imperfectly Polly. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about support systems. This is a a timely topic for me, Um, and I'm going to wing it just a little bit. Um, But it's really based off some stuff that happened yesterday, Um, and it's just weighing on my heart, and so I thought I'd I'd talk about it and uh, just kind of tell the story. Um, It's what a lot of this podcast is, isn't it? Just me telling my story of my life. Um, So... Yeah, let's just dive right in, I suppose. Um, So, like I said, I want to talk about support systems. And yesterday I learned that I have a support system that I didn't even realize was there. I've been struggling a lot. And since the breakup with Melissa, I've had a lot more time on my own. And I've been really just lonely. Um, and I lost a lot of friends over the years, um, just basically through either they didn't understand my lifestyle or I didn't have enough time to, to interact with them or any number of other things. Right. And that really added up to by the time that me and Melissa broke up a few weeks ago, I didn't have you know, anybody left to really lean on. Um, Melissa had become my everything. Um, and that's, you know, fine on one side. Um, it's good to lean on your partners, um, but it can become unhealthy, um, because you've got to have a larger support system. And ultimately that's what happened to me is I put way too much pressure Um, and way too much, basically I put all my eggs in a single basket and that's both bad for me because when Melissa is no longer there now, I've got nowhere to go. Um, and it's bad for Melissa because I put a lot of pressure on her. Um, and that's just not right. So long story short, you know, we're, we're now moving away from that relationship it's over, it's done with. And, you know, I wish her the best, but 
I'm now having to pick up my own pieces. And part of that has been a big mental struggle very much by myself. Um, while at the same time I've been going through a pretty hard manic phase, um, really more mixed mania and it all kind of rolls forward to yesterday. And so what happened yesterday? I, I've been talking with my therapist for a while and she's been recommending that I seek out an in a intensive outpatient program for, to help with my mental health. And part of me has been reluctant. Um, it you know, feels like I'm giving in. It feels like I'm quitting. You know, there's a lot of those negative feelings that come with it. Now, are those true negative feelings? Are there, are, no, it's, I'm not giving in. I'm winning. Um, I'm not just taking the, the easy road cause it's not going to be easy. Um, and you know, I got to go do the fight. I got to go do the work. And so yesterday I did the first step of that hard, hard work. And I walked into a place and got evaluated and I've been accepted into an IOP program starting this upcoming Monday. Um, so if I didn't have enough things to talk with y'all about, uh, I guess going through an IOP is going to have a few more, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So that's kind of where I am. And I, I had a really difficult time getting across that threshold. I sat in the parking lot I cried. I, um, really thought that there was kind of the end. Now, let me remind you, my brain likes to tell me all kinds of bullshit. Um, <laughs> and it, uh, it'll weave a story from hell and I hate it does, it does that. So, you know, I had to really talk to myself there and say, no, 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 no. This is, this is taking a step so that we can have a temporary, you know, time period that is going to heal me, um, or at least help me find healing. Right. Um, and I, you know, I, I put it all together and I walked across that threshold and I sat in that lobby and I cried in the lobby and there's people all over the place walking around and I'm still crying and, and it's okay. Um, you know, it's, it's, as everybody says, it's okay not to be okay. And I was very much not okay yesterday. And as, as I'm doing with this podcast, I'm doing kind of the same thing on social media. I'm putting out my very vulnerable images, um, and ideas of, Hey, here's me. This is what I'm feeling. This is where I'm at right now. And yesterday I did that. I, I had obviously been crying and I took a picture of myself and posted a quick selfie saying something to the gist of, you know, mental health sucks. Um, and I think I mentioned that I was, you know, there to, to get evaluated for an IOP. Um, and all of a sudden people just start coming out of the woodwork. Um, 
several of them, uh, that I hadn't talked to in quite a while. Um, some brand new people that I didn't expect to hear from. Um, and you know, admittedly the vast majority are uh, the, the typical, Hey, I hope you're okay. I'm here for you if you need me. And, and I appreciate that so much. Um, it doesn't take a lot of effort just to say, Hey brother, I got you, you know? Um, and you know, at least for me, I'm, I I can't take up every single person who says, if you need anything, call me. Um, I can't call everybody. Right. Um, nor would that be healthy for me. But through that, you see that there are people who care. The support system is bigger than I thought. And that's happened a few times, uh, since I've been going through this, I've been very vulnerable and, and open on social media. And there's been many times where, uh, people have, you know, reached out, but for some reason yesterday was different. Um, it's almost like I saw it and moreover, I felt it. And as the story is going to continue in a minute, you'll see that I lived it. And by the end of the night, I really saw that my support system was big. So what did I do? Um, I got those messages, which was great. And I, you know, responded to most of them and, and tried to, you know, let everybody know, Hey, I'm, I'm okay. It's not, not the end of the world. Um, I went through the, oh man. Okay. So I got to talk about the, the intake, um, this initial interview they did for me. Now I'll give props the lady who did it. She's sweet. And she made me feel very safe, but Jesus fucking Christ. Why are they sitting there going, Hey, let, tell me about every bad thing that's ever happened in your life. And then just being like, okay, goodbye. Have fun. What the f- don't sit here <laughs> and rip every bandaid I've got off and take everything bad out of my boxes and then make me clean it up on my own. Not cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, one of my friends that I talked to later on was telling me they had a similar experience. Um, now the, admittedly she, the, the, the person that I was, you know, did the interview with me, um, she did spin around at the end and do some positive. Um, but I still had all my shit splayed out all over the place in different boxes opened up and, um, and it's just like, my heart's been ripped open because I've had to tell you every bad thing in my life. And now I just have to deal. Um, but it's okay. Uh, cause it's part of the process, right? <clears throat> and, uh, so I get all that together and I go back over, uh, out to my car and grab some, some food and, um, Oh, and I scared the bejesus out of Danielle. That's another fun little story of this all. So, the lady comes out, I've been texting with Danielle and I was admittedly very scared that they may keep me. Um, it was, you know, I've, I've had some, some dark thoughts and stuff like that. And I was worried where that may lead. And Danielle, uh, was worried as well. And that I may get admitted instead of just doing outpatient. Um, 
and Daniel's a bit of a worrier. Um, you know, I, I knew it was a possibility, but I knew that it wasn't a likely possibility. I think Danielle being the worrier may have put a little more emphasis on there and I'm sitting there and I'm talking with her and everything. And then the lady comes out and grabs me to go do my interview. Well, Mr. Forgetful over here forgets to say, Hey babe, I'm not going to be available for a minute. Cause I'm about to get interviewed. I just disappeared. So by the time I get done with all of this, Danielle's there shaking like a leaf, you know, super worried that I've, you know, something bad's happened to me, whatever that happens to be. She's just super worried. And I felt so, so, so bad. Um, but luckily, you know, nothing's bad. I've got released. I've, you know, got a good program I'm getting into. So we went and grabbed some lunch and then I headed back over to my office. Um, and because I needed to tell my boss, Hey, by the way, the next few weeks, I'm going to miss uh, a good bit of work. And, um, so I headed over there. Danielle was fine by that point, And she headed back home. I, uh, I'm, I'm really, really blessed. My, my boss, um, he was extremely supportive. He, you know, he asked a lot of questions. I, I can't say that he gets it per se, um, because he just hasn't lived the same life. Um, and it's the same with everybody. No, you can't, you can't get everybody. Uh, but he has, you know, empathy and he wants to see me get better. And that's all I can ever ask for out of somebody, um, who's supportive, uh, just support me by acting like you give a crap. You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to, um, to be supportive. Now, of course there are people who are going to be more supportive, but that's a different story. I, um, anyway, so he was supportive of it all. I got all that squared away, but I was done by this point. I'm, I'm drained talking about my cups were empty. They were, they were upside down, completely drained. Every little last drop pulling out of it. I was done. I was exhausted and I just wanted to go home. So by this point, it's, it's late afternoon and I start heading, uh, north and kind of in parallel to all of this, there's a, uh, a little side story where long story short, somebody who I think is kind of a cutie put out onto a social media site that they had a little bit of a crush on me. And when I can say I was flattered, that's a uh, understatement. Um, so this little cutie and reaches out to me and is supportive of me and helping me kind of get through the day. And, and we don't know each other very well. We've, we've met forever ago, but really have just kind of existed in the same circles, but not even really rotated around each other. We've just kind of both been there. And now all of a sudden, you know, she knows that, or I know that, that she's kind of got a thing for me. And I was like, okay, well, that's uh, worth exploring. And it all kind of works out to where uh, the timing was 
serendipitous, I suppose. I'll use my fancy words. Uh, I was headed north from my office. She happened to be working down that same way, leaving about the same time. We happened to message each other. Long story short, we wind up at coffee together. Um, completely unplanned. And she was so nervous. Like she just kept going on and on about, Oh, I don't have any makeup on yada, yada. I'm like, girl, you are naturally beautiful. Stop it. Um, but you know, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't negate what the, the voices in your head say. But so we go get coffee and it was really lovely because she, yeah, she's been through a lot of the similar things. She uh, was able to share some of her experiences with me. And I really appreciated having someone to sit with me and and really felt seen. Um, and that was just, you know, just really nice. Um, now, do I know where this little crush is going to go? Absolutely not. You know, time time will tell. Um, but what I do know is I've got a, a, a new friend and a new supporter that, um, I definitely didn't have the day before that. And, uh, we've actually been talking a fair amount today and it's been really nice. And, uh, I spilled the guts that I've got a podcast. So she's probably going to be listening to this at some point very soon. And, uh, I'm, super embarrassed and nervous by even talking about it, but so be it. Hey girl, how you doing? <laughs> um, and, uh, so we get done with coffee and in a very similar vein, another friend of mine, um, that go, we go way back and we, we've, <clears throat> uh, been part of the same big friend group. Um, I, she had invited me over for dinner, um, just hanging out on the couch and ordering sushi takeout. Cool. Um, so that was my initial plan for the night. I was going to leave the office. I was going to go home, twiddle my thumbs 150 times or however long it took me, you know, just, just, just waste some time and then go over to my other friends. So, um, uh, this, this girl has no idea how much it, it helped me, um, by one, just being kind to me two surprising me and flattering the hell out of me. Um, and three, just letting me share space with her and be seen. Um, I really appreciate you. Um, and I, hopefully you do hear this, even though I'm nervous for you listening to it. So, okay. Get done with coffee. I head over to my other friend's house and it's funny how all these things go. I come to find out that she too had a crush on me from long ago. What the actual fuck is happening in my life right now? I, I don't think I'm that cute, but apparently some other people do. Um, maybe it's this wonderful radio voice I've got. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. So I'm over at her place. We end up kind of just chatting and, and she's got a whole history, uh, of, of struggles 
and I feel seen. Uh, I think she felt very seen and we really, it was really nice to be able to talk about some of the darknesses that we live through without worrying about the other person and, and what they would think. And that's exactly what I was, uh, needing last night, uh, between the, the, the two individuals just being able to talk and, um, you know, not feel judged, not feel that strange feeling that you get sometimes, uh, when the other person may not understand. Um, I needed all that. And I really felt that that pouring into me just for the simple fact of them being there. Um, and I like to think that there was a little bit of, you know, my cups being filled up while I was also filling up their cups by just being there to listen to them as well. And it's funny by the end of the night, um, I really felt my cups were so full. I was exhausted, physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, but my, my cups were mostly full again. And it's so surreal how fast you can spin from some of the lowest lows up to a really good place in just a handful of hours by kind people doing kind things. Um, and it's such a simple concept, but it's powerful. And, and so, all right, I tell all this story to, you know, say, I've got to say something, you know, impactful. I can't just say, Oh, this is my story. Um, and so what, what does all this mean to me? Um, I think one big lesson that I learned from it is that there are people out there who love you and care for you. Even if every day they're not sitting there telling you they love you and care for you and remember that they're out there. Remember that there is a support system, even if you don't see it, that's really hard. Um, because if you don't see it right in front of you, it's hard to believe that it exists. Um, a big part of it too, is, you know, one of the things my therapist and I have talked about is, um, you know, loving yourself. And when I don't love myself, why the hell would I believe that someone else could love me in any way? You know, um, I just, I just don't see it, but they're there. And remembering they're there is the key to moving forward. You've got to be able to, to utilize the support system that's there. Um, cause we can't do this on our own. Like humans weren't made to live life alone. We're, we're, we're pack animals. We're tribe animals. Um, and you need your people. So I say all that to say, reach out to whoever you've got that you either think may, or you used to have in your support system, um, reach out to them. If you've got cups and you've got spoons, reach out to them and just say, Hey buddy, how you doing? Um, is there anything I can do for you? Um, or if you're running low, 
think of any of them that maybe you haven't talked to in a while and just say, Hey, I'd love to grab coffee. I'm not doing so great. Would you grab coffee with me? Don't be afraid to ask for help. I know it's hard. It's hard to be vulnerable. It's hard to sit there and say, I'm not okay. And I need you, but do it. It's so worth it to have the ability to help someone. And it's so worth it to have someone help you. And it's amazing, at least for me, how much just grabbing a coffee with a cute girl does for me. And it's amazing how much grabbing a cigar with my buddy does for me. I didn't even tell the story about grabbing dinner and a cigar with my buddy on Monday. I completely forgot about that. Um, And it really is just a wonderful thing where I went well with him with the intent of helping him. And what happened is my cups got filled up a little bit by supporting him because it made me feel good to be there. It made me feel good to be seen Um, because I could tell him my stories and my struggles, just like he could tell me his. Um, So yeah, grab a cigar with a buddy Go grab a drink with a buddy if you drink. Whichever side of support that you need, whether it's you, you're you good and you want to help somebody or you just need somebody to support you, do the same thing. Reach out. Go do something. Anything. Just, you know, do the human thing and make a connection. You're not by yourself. You're not alone. That's pretty much all I've got for this one. I just, I just really wanted to share my thoughts on the support systems that are out there um, and how they're bigger than you expect. I, I want you all to remember that it's going to surprise you if you try, if you lean in and you trust, you'll be surprised. Now, obviously there may be some times that you get disappointed. Some people may not have spoons to support you and that's okay. Um, but you probably will be surprised how many people that you're not currently counting on would be there for you if you need it. I'm preaching all of this mostly to myself, but I'm talking to you. I have to remember this on my own. I have to remember every day to just open myself up and let people help me because I'm broken right now, but I'm here and I'm going to keep fighting the good fight. And these next six weeks are going to suck, but you know what? I'm going to be vulnerable about it. I'm going to tell my story. I'm going to lean on my friends. And I'm going to do everything I can to help them if they need me. But I'm going to help myself. And that starts with what I did yesterday. And Monday is... It it starts every day. Three hours a day for six weeks. God help me. All right. 
I guess I'm going to call it there. I don't have any good little lines on the end. So I, uh, I'm Chris. I'm imperfectly poly. Use your support system. Talk to y'all later.